Now may the Lord continue to open your eyes. May he give you revelation, knowledge, and insight. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Amen. And that you may see clearly into the mystery of the word of God and that you may have the boldness and the strength to walk circumspectly so as to please God. Amen. Tonight, our scripture reading will come from Nehemiah, the sixth chapter, verse one through nine. Amen. Nehemiah, the sixth chapter, verse one through nine. And then we'll jump over to the New Testament, um, Colossians four, verse 16 through 17, 16 and 17, that in the New Living Translation. Nehemiah six, verse one through nine in the New King James Version. And then Colossians four, verse 16 and 17, and that in the New Living Translation. Praise God. We're continuing the thought. The overall thought is maximizing purpose. Amen. And so tonight we're, uh, we're going to be dealing with this particular topic. Amen. Uh, purpose promotes proper positions. Amen. That's a lot of P's. Praise God. Purpose promotes proper positioning. Glory to God. We're going to start reading out of Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 1 through 9, and that we'll read out of the New King James Version. This is what it says. Now it happened when Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of the, our enemies heard that I had built the, rebuilt the wall and that there were no breaks left in it, though at that time I had not hung the doors in the gates. Verse 2 that Sanballat and Geshep sent, saying, Come, let us meet together among the valleys in the plain of Ono, but they sought to do me harm. Glory to God, they sought to do me harm. So I sent messengers to them, saying, I'm doing, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. And furthermore, why should, I, why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you? But they sent messengers, they sent this message four times. Verse four, but they sent this message four times, and I answered them in the same manner. Let's read that again. But they sent this message four times, but I answered them in the same manner. Glory to God. Verse five, then Samballat sent his servant to me as before, and amen, the fifth time with an open letter in his hand and in it was written, it is reported among the nations and Geshem says that you and the Jews plan to rebel. Therefore, according to these rumors, you are rebuilding the wall that you may be their king, that you, talking about Nehemiah, may build their king. You're rebuilding the wall so that you can be their king and you have also a approached prophets to, to proclaim concerning you in Jerusalem, saying there is a king in Judah. Now these matters will be reported to the king, so come therefore and let us consult together. Then I said to him, uh, saying, no such thing as you say are being done, but you invented them in your own heart. No such thing, amen, Things are, as you say, are being done, but you invent them, glory to God, in your own heart. For they all were trying to make me afraid, ah, saying their hands will be weakened in the work and it will not be done. May 
Now, therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. Glory to God. Strengthen, strengthen my hands. Colossians now, the fourth chapter, verse 16 and 17. After you've heard this, read this letter, pass it on to the church at Laodicea so that they can read it. Amen. So that they can read it too. You should read the letter I wrote to them. Amen. And say to Archippus, be sure to carry out the ministry the Lord gave you. Say to Archippus, be sure to carry out, to fulfill the ministry that the Lord gave you. Glory to God. Amen. Purpose promotes proper position. The key part of what we're going to be looking at in the book of Nehemiah is the statement that he says in verse 3, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. And why should I the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? Amen. This is the point that we're going to be resting on on this evening in the name of Jesus. Praise God. One of the things that you have to understand when, when you are assigned to uh, a great work, when God has given you great work, it gives you purpose, it gives you timing, amen, it gives you passion, it, for, it, may, amen, it makes us uh, fulfill that we are doing the work. Praise God that we're doing the work. At no time should a believer who has been in church any period of time meander around in the spirit, amen, lost without a work uh, that they're working on. Sometimes you'll complete one and go over to another one, but we should always be engaged in a great work in the name of the Lord. Amen. Uh, and uh, one of the signs that you are making inroads, one of the signs that you are completing the work, that work is being done, that progress is being made, is that the closer you get to your God-given assignment, amen, uh, its completion, the more cunning and the more crafty are the attempts to stop the work. Amen. The closer you get, the more cunning and more crafty that the uh, enemy's plots will become as you get closer, praise God, and the objective is to stop the work. When you look at the book of Nehemiah and you start out reading the plot of the enemy in chapter uh, 4, what you'll find out is that it first start off just with ridicule. Amen. And uh, if ridicule is all we can take, then the first plot works. But as Nehemiah progressed, he refused to allow, he refused to allow opposition to become a distraction. He refused to allow what opposed him to distract him to the point where, amen, when there was opposition, he prayed, he made adjustments, but he, but the work went on. Glory to God. When opposition came, praise God, he prayed, amen, he made, he made adjustments in his strategy, but the work kept going on. And that's one of the things that we have to understand in this hour is that, uh, Opposition is not an indicator to quit. Opposition is an amen is the time to uh, seek God the more, but amen the work continued to go on, amen. So the work the the uh, assault on the work became more and more insidious, 
and the plot to kill became more and more evident as the work, glory to God, amen, as the work uh, began to complete. Glory to God. There are some points that when you get to, amen, you can tell that something major has happened because the assaults get very, very uh, frequent and they get violent. They get frequent and they get violent, but yet no man goes to war at his own expense. Glory to God. No man goes to war at his own expense. One of the messages that just really blesses me and gives great encouragement and understanding is uh, the resurrection of Lazarus. Glory to God. The resurrection of Lazarus. The plot thickens. Now the Pharisees and the Sadducees, at first, it was just, amen, a lot of ridicule trying to discredit the person and the ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's, that's, that's first. But then after the resurrection of Lazarus, amen, the plot thickens. It gets real ugly. And I'm going to give you just a portion of this, and you can go back and read this out of John 11. But I'm starting at verse 35, 45, I'm sorry. Uh, after the resurrection of Lazarus, amen, this is where the storyline I'm going to read takes up. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary had seen the things Jesus did, believed in him. Glory to God. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered and counseled and said, what shall we do for this man's work? This man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, Everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Glory to God. They just assume that because Jesus, the work spoke for itself. The work spoke for itself. And so the enemies, see, there's always more than one. The enemies of Christ said, we got to do something with this fellow. Verse 49. I'm sorry. Let's skip down. Praise God. Uh, to verse 55, and he says, and the Passover and the Passover of the Jews was near. Many went to the country, amen, up in Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then they sought Jesus and spoke the, among themselves in the temple. What do you think that he has not will not come to the feast? Both the, now, both the chief priests and the Pharisees has given command that if anyone were to know he was where he was, should report it, that they might seize him. Glory to God. And so now, the, amen, the tables have turned. It has gotten more dangerous for Christ because of the work that he was, amen, he was doing. In chapter 12, starting at verse, amen, 1 through 3, and then verse 9 and 11, look at this. Now, this, now, the sixth day before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had been raised from the dead. Glory to God. Verse 2, there, were, there they made a supper, and Mary served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with them. Six days later, there's Lazarus. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil, spanked anointed the feet of Jesus, wiped his feet with, his, with her hair, 
and the house was filled with the fragrant oil. Let's skip down to verse 9. Now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there, and they came, not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests plotted to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. So now the thing has enlarged itself. Not only do they want to kill Jesus, but they want to kill Lazarus because Lazarus in the indicator, Lazarus is the uh, check mark. It is the affirmation of that, that Christ and the ministry is real. You can't deny the evidence because there he sits right there. We've known he was dead. We saw him die. He was in the grave three days. Glory to God. We, amen. Now this man and his ministry is undeniable. Glory to God. Progress always increase the level of threat. Glory to God. Progress will always increase. Amen. When the, the, the level of threat is an indicator that progress is increasing. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. The other thing that's necessary when you look back at Nehemiah 6, amen, and you look at verse 3 and 4, when this Sanballat and this Tobiah and this Geshem and the Arab, and they heard that the, uh, the walls were built. They heard about it. See, the enemy is always gauging progress, always gauging progress. And the more they saw progress, the more insidious the plot, amen, became to stop him. Hallelujah. Amen. They say, come, let us meet among the valley villages in the plain of Ono. Glory to God. That, But they thought to do me harm. They wanted, we just want to talk to you. But they thought to do, amen, Nehemiah harm. He, amen, had enough discernment to know that they didn't really want to talk. The point that I make is in verse 3. Amen. So I sent messengers, to, amen, saying, I am doing a great work. I'm doing a great work so I cannot come down. Glory to God. I'm doing a great work. Praise God. Uh, number one, the question I want to ask is, how do you see the work God has assigned to you? Amen. How do you see the work that God has come down, has given to you? Praise God. It's got to be this perceived as a great work that is so uh, in, uh, needed and so intense, we cannot take time to be distracted by avoidable distractions, amen, avoidable warfare to come down for nothing. Glory to God. So Nehemiah says, and this is the key point for tonight, I'm doing a great work. Glory to God. My position is based on my purpose. I'm, I'm, I'm here on this wall. I cannot come down because I'm in the midst of a great work. That's the way you got to see every excitement that God's given you. Purpose will keep you on the wall. Passion will uh, keep you building. Glory to God. Purpose, amen, is greatly connected to position. Greatly connected to position. He says, I am doing a great work. I can't come down from my place. I can't come down physically. 
I can't come down emotionally. I cannot come down spiritually. Why? Because I'm doing a great work, and you are. And what he's saying, you are not worth coming down to leave the work to come down to you. That's the way you got to see it. That's the way you got to experience it. That's the way you got to talk to it and let the enemy know, glory to God. I'm not coming down to talk to you because I sense glory that you intend to do me harm. So my work has to continue, and there's nothing that you have to say, nothing that you have to converse about that is worth me coming down from the work that I'm doing. How do you see the work God has given you? Glory to God, amen. It's got to be perceived as a great work. It's got to be perceived. Nehemiah's passion for the work was the agent that kept him from yielding to this temptation. Nehemiah's passion for the work is the agent that kept him from yielding to the temptation to come down. Come talk to us. We just, we just, we just, uh, <laughs> we just want to talk to you for a minute. Glory to God. But here's the here's the thing. Repetition is one of the strategies of the enemy. Amen. They're just not going to accept no one time. Repetition is a strategy of the enemy. Back in chapter four, uh, those Jews that were commuting to work from the outlying areas, the enemies told them, we're going to be up on you before you know it, and we're going to ambush you, and we're going to cause the work to cease. And they said, this they said, amen, 12 times. They said it to enough to where it'll be in your mind, amen, even when they're not around. That's what repetition does. So the messenger, they sent that message four times. Come talk to us. Come talk to us. And this is the key that you got to get down in your spirit. Is the same thing Nehemiah responded every time. He said, I'll answer them in the same manner. I said it the same way. I'm not coming down uh, the first time. I'm not still not coming down the fourth time. Glory to God. Amen. And so the, 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 the repetition to come down, glory to God, was not heeded by Nehemiah because the passion for the work had consumed him. That's right. The passion for the work had consumed him to the place he cannot yield his time, his effort, his heart, his thought life to this foolishness not one time. Glory to God. I'm, I'm in the midst of doing a great work every morning. Glory. Every day. Thank you, Father. You have to see yourself, glory, doing a great work. And because um, the work is so urgent and because my the spirit is pressing me so hard, I cannot yield to this frivolous temptation by the enemy, which is really something that is uh, designed to try to keep the work from being completed. Every work God gives you is a great work and it's necessary not for just for yourself, not just for your, you and yours, but the work that Nehemiah was doing was for the city. It's for the people. It's for restoration, amen, of the wall of Jerusalem. He called it a great work. And that's what we have to call it. We have to call it a great work. The other thing, amen, in verse 5 said, then the Sambalat sent servants. 
sent his servant, amen, to me as before. He sent the same, amen, servant, great praise God, but now the trick is going to, amen, uh, take another, another, another insidious step. It's going to take another dangerous turn. Same person, Sanballat, same servant, same return, but now the fifth time, a glory to God is going to take a spin. The closer you get to completing the work, if one trick don't work, the enemy, amen, is relentless. So God teaches us spiritual warfare in the midst of Nehemiah's, amen, plot and issue with rebuilding the wall, amen. And one of the tactics of the enemy is repetition. Glory to God. And it says, and he, as he came with an open letter, but the open letter had a lie, but with the same, the same request at the end of it. Glory to God. It was an outright lie, but at the end he says, if you, amen, so let us consult together. The, the, the strategy end result is still the same. So he sends a lie to try to intimidate. Got to get that in your spirit. He sends a lie. The lie is designed to intimidate to get the same result because they had this ambush set up, amen, in the villages of in the plain of Ono. They trap was still there. The method to get Nehemiah to the trap, amen, took up on another ugly spin, but the ultimate goal was the same. You have to understand that. Glory to God. You got to get that in your spirit. This is what the letter said in verse 6. It is reported among the nations, and Gashem, he, amen, Gashem says, not as though he's not a liar too, but anyway, Gashem says that you and the Jews plan to rebel. Therefore, according to these rumors, you are rebuilding the wall that you may be their king. Glory to God. And you have also appointed prophets to proclaim concerning you at Jerusalem. Amen, that, that there is a king in Judah. So they're insinuating this selfishness that what Nehemiah is doing is for himself, that he can be king, glory to God. And so we're going to send this letter, if, amen, the king going to know about this. Now these matters will be reported to the king. If you don't come talk to us, amen, we're going to send this letter to the king. So the lie was used as a weapon to try to intimidate Nehemiah from, amen, to the place where he'll come down off of the wall, amen, finishing the work to yield to this plot that, amen, was designed to make him afraid and, to, amen, and ultimately be his demise. Glory to God. Verse 8, then I sent them, I sent to him saying, no such thing as you are, as you say, or being done, but you invented them in your own heart. Glory to God. For they all, they all, they all, anytime you're doing a work, it is a great work that's from the Lord, that's really from God. There's not just one enemy. Amen. There are many enemies working together to stop what God has, amen, for you to do. Jesus had enemies who didn't believe the same, Normally wouldn't get along in the same, but they got along, amen, to come against Jesus and the plot to kill Lazarus. Glory to God. The Pharisees, 
the Sadducees, the Herodians, chief priests, scribes. See, all of those, the scribes, all of these came together and won to get Jesus, but normally they don't even coexist. Glory to God. It's called a, amen, a demonic confederacy. They've come together to attack one man. When Jesus was arrested in the garden, amen, there were so many Roman soldiers that came to arrest him. He says, amen, have all of you come for one man. See, when the enemy isn't threatened by your anointing, amen, he thinks numbers will secure his victory, not knowing that there are more for us than it is against us. Glory to God that no man goes to war at his own expense. You're no matter how many or how big, no matter how many or how big the adversary is, they're more for us than against us. Amen. David was, was confronted not with numbers, but with size. Either way it goes, glory to God, many or size, they're more for us than it is, amen, against us. So Nehemiah says to him, amen, no such thing. You invented this in your own heart. Verse 9 is key. This is key right here. And this is the factor that will, amen, have stopped a lot of ministries from completing is the, amen, the, the, uh, the ministry of fear. Verse 9, for they were trying to make me afraid. They were trying to make me afraid. They were trying to make me have fear. That's the, that's the thing. They were trying to make me afraid. Their hands will be saying, their hands will be weakened in the work and it will not be done. It will not get complete. Their hands will get feeble. It won't, amen, they won't get complete. Fear cause, causes the hands to get weak. Fear causes the hands to get weak and to slow down at a subtle, glory to God, amen, at a, uh, a pace that is not abrupt but weakened, and at a weakened state sooner or later, we just stop altogether. That's the chemistry. That's the DNA. That's the effect that fear has is to slowly grind the work to a halt. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. To slowly cause the strength to come out of your hands, the strength to come out of your heart. Amen. When fear comes, strength, amen, just uh, uh, seep out of you like a tire with a hole in it. Glory to God. Amen. This is what they were saying. Their hands will be weakened in the work and it will not be done. But look at Nehemiah, his prayer to God. Nehemiah's life is characterized that after extreme opposition is prayer. Thank you, Father. Now, therefore, O oh God, strengthen my hands. Amen. In other words, give me the ability to continue, amen, what you've given me to do. You got to have that kind of passion. Praise God. In the midst of opposition, passion has to outweigh opposition. Say again, Bogus. Passion has to outweigh opposition. Your passion for the work has to be greater than the opposition that is against you. Amen. Nehemiah says to Sanballat, Tobiah, amen, and Geshem, the Arab, I'm doing a great work. I can't come down. Amen. I consider the work that Bogus is doing is a great work. I consider what God has given me is, amen, a great assignment 
that it's not for Bogus to be king. It's not for, amen, Bogus to get the glamour. That the nations may be blessed by the work that God has given me and that I may complete it. Jesus, Lord have mercy. Jesus had passion about going to the cross. He had passion about it. Glory. It was the passion that pressed him on past the garden and said, not my will, but your will be done. He understood purpose for this reason, for this cause, the Son of Man has come into the world. Glory to God, not to be served, but to serve and then give his life as a ransom for the many. For this cause I have come. Peter says, when Jesus told him, amen, in John 13, that I've come to, uh, that dying was my lot, I'm sorry, John uh, 9, John, uh, that dying, I come to die. Jesus, amen, Peter wanted to rebuke him. No, no such thing is going to come up to you. Jesus says to Peter, you don't know what spirit you are. Glory to God. You don't know what spirit that you are of. Amen. I've come for this. He rebuked Peter from stopping him from going to the greatest agony that any man could endure. Hallelujah. Not just physical, but spiritual agony. He rebuked him, says, no, this thing I got to do. In addition to that, Acts in uh, chapter 20, after Paul had thoroughly uh, informed the church at Ephesus that his, amen, he got to go on. Praise God. I've not held back the whole counsel of God for you. I haven't held back nothing. Amen. They were crying. He said, "Don't please don't, don't do, this, do my heart like this. I must go on to, amen, Jerusalem now. Not knowing the thing that befall me there, except chains, amen, await me. But that I may finish my course with joy and the work that God has given me. Glory to God. He says, I got to go on now. I got to finish. I got to complete. I know it's going to be tough this next few steps. I know it's, I know I'm experiencing a kind of hell I've never experienced before, but I got to go on because I'm doing a great work. I'm doing a great work, and I've been assigned to go on to Jerusalem. Praise God. No matter what your next step looks like, no matter how dangerous it appears, no matter how, amen, thoughtful the enemy has plotted against you, no matter how insidious, amen, the, the next step looks, praise God, you're doing a great work. The work got, has to be finished so when the master comes, and he sees your talents, amen, double. And you had five, but now you got 10. You had two, and now you got four. You can hear these words, well done, good and faithful servant. The question has to be asked, is this, amen, servant greater than the master? Amen. If they did it to the green tree, they're going to do it to us. Praise God. But we got to, amen, have our mindset, our heart fixed. We got a charge to keep, a God to serve a work to complete. Colossians 4 and 17, he says to Archippus, be sure to carry out the ministry the Lord gave you. I say this tonight as I'm closing, be sure to finish, to fulfill, to complete, to carry out the ministry that the Lord gave you. Don't slap, don't slack around day after day, blaming it on work, blaming it on tired. Glory to God. Amen. You're doing a great work. Don't allow the voices of compromise. Hallelujah. There we go. Don't allow the voices of compromise. 
and intimidation take you off the wall. Stay in the work. Stay in the race. Fight a good fight. Finish so that when the time comes, there's a crown, amen, of righteousness that is laid up for those, amen, that finish. Thank you, Father. Stay, stay with your eyes up in heaven and your hand to the plow. Glory to God. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Thank you, Father. Amen. Despise the shame. Thank you. Glory, God. Amen. And that's the only way you're going to finish. You got to be able to know that what's after the suffering is greater than what you're going through. Amen. Nehemiah says to Sanballat, Tobiah, amen, and the Geshem, the Arab, I'm doing a great work. I can't come down. I can't come down. Amen. I say this and I'm done. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Stay on the wall. Stay in your assigned place. Stay where the Lord has put you. A glory to God. Amen. Stay in your in your in your set purpose because your purpose promotes your posture. Purpose promotes posture. I'm in this elevated place. I'm in the place doing the work in the Lord. Hallelujah, both physically and spiritually. Amen. So I cannot relinquish my posture for a for some petty talk that intend to do me harm, really is, amen, a wolf in sheep clothing. It's really an ambush and a snare because the enemy thinks to do me wrong. For the thief, for the, amen, the devil, he comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. Glory to God. Stay on the wall. Stay the work. You're doing a great work. Never, if you minimize, if you devalue the work God gave you and not see it as a great work, amen, at that point, the temptation amen, to come down, amen, becomes, becomes greatly, it, it, it grows tremendously. Why? Because you don't see it as a great work, a good work, but not a great work. Praise God. Not a, not a work worth staying up. I'm staying up on the wall. Sometimes we say stuff like this. I'll be back in a minute. Amen. All of that is, is the enemy trying to keep you off the, off the work until Amen. It, it, it doesn't get complete. If you are the central focus, as Nehemiah was, praise God, you're giving the orders in the direction. Amen. If you strike the shepherd, the sheep are scattered. You got to know your worth in the body of glory. You have to of glory. You have to know your worth in the body of Christ. Bogus come to realize if bogus shift, if I get down. Then, amen, I'm the shot caller. I'm the I'm 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 pointing. I'm the one, amen. This is God's central piece. If I move, then the work is gonna, amen, falter after a while. Glory to God, for the vision is for an appointed time. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you're the chief administrator in the spirit, if you're flowing, amen, prophetically and getting instruction from the from the Lord, the people are waiting on the next step from you, the next move, amen, then you're the target then you're, you're the target. If you strike the shepherd, amen, the sheep will scatter. Know your worth in the body. Know your position in the body. Know where God has placed you in the body. And never minimize or devalue your assignment. I'm doing a great work. I don't know about anybody else. I'm doing a great work. I'm doing a great work. I don't know how you see your assignment, but I'm doing a great work. Amen. 
and my work has increased. Glory, Shabbat. Thank you, Lord. My work has increased. I'm doing a great work. Can't come down, amen, to chit-chat. Can't come down to your trap. Amen. The enemy is a, 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 a fowler that snares souls. He sets traps. Glory. The manifestation out of Nehemiah is the trap, the snare of the fowler. The snare of the fowler. A fowler is someone who hunts birds. He sets traps to snare the bird, amen, in the trap. He's put bait in the trap, amen. The enemy is called, Psalms 90, 91, amen, a snare, a fowler. Glory to God, amen. So, amen, let's understand that, uh, that the tricks are only designed to stop the purpose that God has put forth in your life. May you stand strong, may you stand tall, may you complete it, may you see your work as a great work and never come down, Never be tricked. I don't know. I don't care how many times the enemy come back. As Nehemiah said, I answered to him in the same manner. I answered him in the same manner. I'm not coming down. I, will, I, I won't turn. Glory to God. I, every time he came, Nehemiah answered him in the same manner. May we learn from that. May we stay there. May our, amen, our attention stay on the work. Our intensity is, amen, to complete. Praise God. Our focus is complete. We have a God to serve and a charge to keep. Father, I bless you and I thank you for these great men and women of God that are hearing this now, that would hear it later in the recording, that it would have the same power and that it would have the same anointing and the same sense of urgency for your people in the name of Jesus. The work we're doing is not, a, is not just a good work. It's not just a common work, but we're doing a great work. It's a God work, and we won't be distracted, and we won't be down from our post, but we'll complete it, uh, Father God, in record time, and then send us on to something else. In the name of Jesus, we won't yield a minute to the voice of the enemy, no matter how many times it comes back. Give us the ability, the internal fortitude, the valor, the strength, and the boldness to say the same time, the same thing, the same way, every time. And we bless you, and we give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' name. 